You're listening to First Chair, and we are at the Snow Show at the Scott booth with Andrew Putt. Andrew, what's your position with Scott? Hey, George. Thanks for coming by. Uh, I am the North American Marketing Manager uh, at Scott Sports. Always fun to check in with you guys at the Snow Show because you've always got some exciting new equipment. What should instructors be looking for this season? Actually, the upcoming season. Awesome. Well, new for this season, uh, we're pretty excited to introduce a new line of touring skis and a free tour boot, as well as a new cylindrical uh, mid-price point level goggle, the Shield, uh, and of course updates to the pole line, helmet line, etc. So tell me about your new skis. How have those been received? Uh, They've been received quite well. We had a really great press launch over in Cormier, Italy the week prior to the show. Uh, We brought over a bunch of uh, journalists and uh, editors. Um, had a great couple of days on the, on the slopes, uh, testing them out to their full extent, both climbing and descending. And uh, so far, people are pretty excited about the weight, as well as the, the downhill performance that's uh, not compromised. Andrew, one problem I have to say with Scott is your durability. I still have some poles from 1988, the old black and gold World Cups. Um, how do you build on something that's that good? <laughs> They're sort of like that uh, Willy Wonka everlasting gobstopper, you know, that S4 aluminum shaft is something that we've hung our hats on for a really long time and we're super proud of. Um, I guess in terms of building on that, uh, we look to just offer a broader extent to that pole line, you know, more options for people, whether it's a variety of touring poles uh, or, you know, more refined grip options, strap options, things like that, you know, to make sure that the consumer has the ability to hand select exactly what it is that they're looking for from our pole products. Last question for you, what really sets your goggles apart? I would say what sets our goggles apart um, is our amplifier technology. Uh, We're one of the first people in the business to uh, fine tune the way that our goggles filter out different uh, wavelengths of light to enhance contrast um, and minimize glare in a diverse range of light conditions. You also always had really good fit. Yeah, the fit's something that I think is important as well. It's one thing if you can see out of the goggle, but if it doesn't fit your face right, why wear it? Andrew, I know you're slammed today. I really appreciate you taking the time to chat with us. Oh, I'm always happy to chat with you guys, George. I appreciate you coming by. Um, We love working with PSIA and Uh, you know, hope to continue to build on that partnership. Well, here we are at the Booster Straps booth with uh, Ray Fougere, creator of Booster Straps. I was really, I mean, I love your product. I've used it for years, but to uh, get a new pair of Head Raptor 140s this year and see you specced on the boot, I was like, whoa, what does that mean for Booster Straps? Well, that's quite an accomplishment uh, in that Boot manufacturers don't typically like to have other people's products on their boots. Or, in fact, probably a lot of manufacturers don't like to do that. But it's such a unique product, and it does such a good job helping the skier ski better and have more fun skiing that they've decided just to incorporate it. I'm sure they saw your straps all over Mount Hood in the summers on all those racers' feet. (laughs) Or the tops of their boots, anyway. Um, Do you have anything new coming out that you're excited about this year? Oh, I do. I've got a thing called a carving clip. It's just a little bit of metal that hooks onto the inside of your boot that does the exact same thing laterally that the booster strap does fore and aft.
and explain that to us. Well, the really the underlying concept of the booster strap is that there's no dead space fore and aft. And that's really all it is. And because it's got that elastic member to it, you, it doesn't lock you in and it gives you flexibility. Okay, so that's fore and aft. You get a nice dead tight fit, so every move gets translated into the ski. So, well, gee, if you're going to go fore and aft, you might as well as go laterally at the same time. So I've made this little clip that extends the cuff up a little bit so that you can have the booster strap against the cuff on one side of your leg and against the liner on the other side of your leg, and then you get perfect lateral stiffness. Well, stiffness isn't the right word. You get perfect lateral response. And it makes the ski really, really, really sensitive. In fact, I went to U.S. ski team training one time and hooked those guys up, and they all complained that it was made the ski too aggressive. Wow. It was just too aggressive for them, and I didn't know enough about it at the time, but what, as it turns out, you can run your upper buckles looser and get better response out of the ski with that setup. So how does this work with the, uh, the booster strap that's already in the boot? Well, it won't work without a booster strap. You've got to have another. You have to have a booster strap because the Velcro strap loosens up, and it's so sensitive laterally particularly that you just lose that tightness, and it's the tightness that really is the, is the thing you want. i got to say, you actually got me in a pair of those a couple of years ago, and I love them. <laughs> yeah, well, everybody says that, and I'm sorry for that. <laughs> so that yeah it's um it, it's just a natural thing and you know I, I just don't understand why more people haven't figured that out more manufacturers it's just it, it it makes skiing so much nicer and easier more fluid and on and on i could go forever on that one now i see something here that i haven't seen with booster straps before slide on is that yours oh yeah that's slide on now this is everything is to do with consu- with skier comfort and ease and slide on is a Teflon uh, Teflon powder spray, and I'm not exactly sure what it is because the manufacturer hides the exact composition of all and all that. They have their little secrets that they don't like. But it's a very you spray it on cloth, and it's made for cloth, and it makes the cloth very slippery. So if you spray it on the inside of your boots or on your socks, your boots go on so much easier really and it's just it's just another one of those products that it's sort of like on the sideline but it's a real rave kind of product once you try it you go wow where has this been all my life so how's your show going Ray? show's going great show's going great uh not a bad apple in the group so to speak and uh i i like coming here actually because you just see people that you've you've done favors for by giving them booster straps slide on the carving clip and they all come back and say i love it i love it it's great thanks for inventing it and it's it's it it's really fun and here we are at the lakey booth with marketing manager patrick meehan now i can't thank you enough you're such a great supplier for psia thank you oh no absolutely i i mean really i think the thanks goes to you guys 
um, not only for getting more people out there and skiing and, and creating new passionate people in the in the ski world, but also for you know being a strong supporter of Lakey for a really long time and believing in our our brand and our, our poles and, and and gloves and everything else. I think it's been um, a, a really fruitful relationship in in both directions, and that's something that we're really proud of that we'll we'll keep going for a long time. I think. You know, it's really fun for me to walk around the snow show and meet some of our wonderful suppliers and be able to come in and just say thanks and then have a chat with you. So, one thing I had a question about with Lakey, uh, you came out with the trigger grip, and why has that become so popular? You know, the, the trigger grip is, uh, I mean, if you want to talk about innovation, it's its a pretty incredible thing. Our, uh, our design team in Germany came up with the original trigger grip um, over 20 years ago um, and now we're this year at, at this SIA snow show we're actually debuting our brand new trigger 3d so it's come really you know three generations over the course of, of 20 plus years um, and it's just it's one of those things where we're really trying to perfect and improve the performance of the pole and and you as a skier in every way possible um, so having that quick connection of the trigger grip not only is it going to give you the comfort and convenience of being able to get in and out really quickly, and especially as an instructor where you're constantly in and out of your skis and in and out of your poles, you've got that nice comfort and convenience. But then there's also that security feature to it where you do know if you take a pretty good tumble, it's pretty likely that pole's going to come off. And, you know, it's very comforting to know that the pole's going to come off your hand before you tear some sort of ligament in your shoulder or who who knows what could happen but so good safety just, aspect just having that that peace of mind of knowing that there is that that feature to the to the grip and then on top of that in which was probably the really the original idea before it behind it which is you know the idea behind everything we do is is the performance aspect of it um you know that that dyneema cable that is the connection between the glove and the pole is it's sewn all the way back into the glove and it really connects all the way back to your wrist to into that grip of that pole so when you pole plant or you're pushing off you're able to really use your whole hand and and let the glove and the and the grip and the connection do the work rather than just squeezing the pole and and relying on your own grip strength so really it's 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 a pretty great example of of the german engineering that goes into all of our leaky products where it's really a, a 360 thought process of how is this going to benefit the skier. There's that performance aspect, the comfort and convenience aspect, and then of course that you know that security of knowing that you have a pull that will release in a in a dire situation. And that my next question was about the glove, and so you've done a lot more than just add a connector onto it. There's a lot of technology behind oh, that. Oh man, the gloves! It's the gloves are probably the most underrated part of of what we do here at Lakey. And, I, you know, I'm actually kind of a newcomer to the Lakey family. I've been doing marketing here for about two and a half years. And, you know, I always knew that, that Lakey made gloves and had heard some good things here and there, but had never owned a pair. And um, these are really, really nice gloves. I mean, we don't even have to talk about the connection just yet. I mean, just to, if you take a look at them, it's, it's premium materials, premium quality. They, they look great. They feel great. They're warm. And we make just such a great variety of gloves from a really nice brand new spring glove for this year all the way up to a borderline expedition weight mitten and every single one of those gloves has that trigger system built into it so every single one of those gloves has that little dyneema loop so you're able to click in and out of every single one of our trigger poles 
you have that really awesome close connection and same thing with the gloves as with just like the strap that comes to the pole it's it's really once again connecting back into the hand and back into the wrist so you're getting that performance level out of our gloves and you know it's just like we spoke about with the grip you're getting getting the performance you're getting that comfort and and just a really nice warm comfortable glove and then also getting that you know peace of mind that comes with the the security part of it um and then on top of that what we like to try to remind people too is even though our gloves do work with that trigger system it's still just a glove so you can use our glove snowmobiling shoveling the sidewalk you know all the things that you do in your daily life and you need gloves to stay warm our gloves perform just as well in those scenarios as they do clicking in and out of the trigger grip and the on the ski slope this booth is absolutely swamped so i really appreciate you taking the time to chat with me last question for you about the poles um and that would be i i don't really know what you call it but i would say the throw weight i mean you open your hand with a lakey uh pole and you know where it's going it's just you know it's funny and i hate to to keep beating the same drum but the the german engineering aspect of it is not cliche i mean these guys i mean first of all if you look around the booth you know that we only do one thing we make poles and we obsess over it and we design and redesign and and tweak and fix things that that aren't broken um so there's i probably can't give you exactly the the secret sauce to why the poles are that way because there's a lot of um you know proprietary things that happen in our factory we we do own our own factory in the czech republic where we produce the majority of our our poles and components um but it starts with you know the early early process of those poles of tempering them we have our own proprietary tempering process is why our poles are so much stronger and repairable and you know typically with the pole once you get a bend in it it's generally junk our poles you'll find that if you get a pretty good bend in it you can usually bend them back almost straight and that's all part of the you know the top secret hardening process followed by our our temp- tempering process and then it just on and on and down that assembly line um, we were just actually fortunate enough to be able to take all of our winter sales reps over to the factory for a tour this past fall and for me personally the biggest takeaway that i thought was just really mind blowing is every single pole that goes through that factory typically 20 or more people are going to lay hands on that pole in the in the process of building it i mean it's just you know we talk it's really easy for you and i to sit here and talk about the quality and the craftsmanship and the engineering but when you see a massive factory set up full of people working basically around the clock to build these poles and like i said 20 or more people touch every single pole and that is that's pretty mind blowing at least to me we'll love the success for lakey and i really can't thank you again for all the support that you get psa oh no it definitely it definitely goes both ways you guys are some of our most important ambassadors out there on the hill and you know like i said we're we're here because we love skiing and we want to get more people out there and i mean you guys are the the boots on the ground getting more people hooked on skiing and and creating passionate skiers out there so so thank you and here we are at the head booth with sam blethen in uh, sales and promotions and i'm seeing some pretty interesting changes here with head what are you excited about for the coming season well george it's a big season for the racing world in our company uh, both the boots and the skis the bindings there's some huge changes in the race world um 
the new WCR race boots are already being used on the World Cup. Um, all of these recent wins by head athletes have all been on this new boot, which has been a really cool testament to the R&D process. And normally these athletes take a long time to switch between uh, boots and it's been really cool to see them all coming over onto this new boot um, and bringing that uh, immediate success on the World Cup. Um, So this new boot uh, is kind of a game changer for us uh, just and but also goes hand in hand with some new technology in the race skis. Uh, We have a new technology called Energy Management Circuit or EMC that replaces the CARES microchip um, and this is kind of the latest evolution in our dampening um, system where we use a ceramic and graphene plate connected to a circuit in the skis and it targets high frequency vibrations to dampen and quiet the ride of the skis. I'd been hoping that it was my talent and technique that had cut down on that, but the eye rallies really don't seem to chatter. Well, and the great thing is, uh, I mean, this is just improving on an already awesome product. This new EMC uh, circuit is used in our FIS race skis, our more recreational race skis, and then also the Super Shape series of skis as well. So, Um, you know just improving on already very popular products but just taking it to another level of um, stability and quiet ride uh, just that hug the snow feel that you're used to uh, with our racing and carving products so I wanted to ask you about the super shapes uh, the showstoppers here um, and they were the iMagnum, the iSpeed, the iRally, the iTitan, but this year it's E, and it sounds to me like you're doing a lot more than just changing the top skins. Yeah, absolutely. So that new E um, is referring to the new EMC circuit in the forebody and tail of the ski. In the past, we had the CARES microchip in the tail and intelligence fibers in the forebody of the ski, and Um, Now this is just a more um, fully inclusive technology that uh, controls uh, the vibration dampening in the forebody of the ski and in the tail with these dual EMC circuits, one in the front of the binding, one in the tail, or one behind the binding. And yeah, you'll see the E in, in front of uh, the names of uh, the race skis, the recreational race skis, and the super shape skis. Um, the other big thing change was with the super shape series. Um, we changed the shape and uh, waist widths of a uh, couple of the products, especially the little bit more western focused or more all mountain focused uh, uh, models, the Titan and the Rally. Uh, the Titan goes from an 80 millimeter waist width to an 84 millimeter waist width, and then the Rally goes to from a 76 millimeter waist width to a 78 millimeter waist width. 
Um, but then also they made some changes to the overall shape, took a couple millimeters out of the tip um, shape and really kind of relaxed the tip shape a bit. Um, we really had a very aggressive tip shape and this new tip shape allows for a more versatile turn shape, uh, a little more relaxed initiation into the turn. Uh, but overall, I've been really impressed by um, both the Titan and Rally. Um, you know, they, they, we were able to make the ski more damp, more quiet without stiffening the ski and also add these new waist widths to make them a little bit more uh, all-mountain, um, more all-mountain performance, um, uh, but also with this just amazingly quiet and stable ride question for you about your boots um something i notice and i don't know if this gets talked about a lot but your buckle systems are really uh appreciated on the raptor um you can get that boot as tight as you want and it's still really easy to close the buckle and open the buckle yeah yeah that's you know this spine flex buckles that we use on our raptor boots uh has always been a unique product that we've used for multiple years um, it really allows you to, no matter where you have that uh, buckle positioned and how tight you have that buckle uh, cranked, uh, it flexes and just keeps that round wrap around the foot um, and uh, just you know, doesn't create any flat points over the top of the foot and just creates that really nice, powerful wrap um, without any pressure points. It's interesting to me, your high-performance boots are actually great to teach in because even though you've got high-performance, they're still comfortable. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, um, these, this new WCR boot is not for everyone. It is the uh, narrowest boot we make at 93 millimeters wide. Um, but it is actually surprisingly generous in the uh, toe box and uh, the heel fit, uh, a little bit deeper heel pocket. Um, so it's actually more receptive to different foot shapes than the other previous uh, uh, race department boot models. The other thing that was standing out about me to hear your line here walking through the booth is that the weight those core boots the edge light the weight's kind of non-existent <laughs> absolutely i mean it's been a huge change uh in both our boots skis uh, bindings even uh it's just a huge focus to use new materials to create a lighter weight product um while still maintaining the performance levels that we need um but everything uh, across the board uh you know really from the uh, Nexo RS at 98 millimeters, the Nexo at 100 millimeters, you know, the core boot at 100 millimeters, and then the edge light boot at 102 millimeters wide. They all have, share the same lightweight grill flex plastic that um, performs very well and has true uh, flex ratings, uh, but is much lighter than anything we've ever used before. And last question for you, your women's line. Uh, very popular. How's that doing this year? Any changes? Well, we added in, the only new boot we have is a new core women's uh, touring boot, which is a 110 flex range. Um, just 
a great complement to the already popular men's uh, core boots. Um, and new to both the men's and women's lines of core skis this year is the Core 87, offering a, a more nimble front side uh, option in the core skis. Um, and in the Women's Joy series of skis, no major changes, um, but we're offering the very popular Total Joy 85 millimeters underfoot in both a system and a flat option. So just a, no, a new uh, way to configure that uh, ski with either a system or uh, flat binding. Well, Sam, thanks very much for taking the time to chat with us between appointments. The booth is extremely busy, so I'm going to let you get back to work. We're in the POC booth with Ben Coates, the managing director of POC. And um, you've got some beautiful product in here. Last time I spoke with you last year, um, something that I've really noticed, uh, coach racing up on Mount Hood in the summers, and you know, there were other brands back in the day, and now Pac is everywhere. Um, how did you all become so popular? Well, I think um, in an honest uh, arena, there's a little bit of luck and a lot of hard work. Uh, I think... Hawk really broke through into the ski race community in a handful of ways that all aligned to a big, a big jump um, in about 2014. Um, not, not the least. So really, not all that long ago. Really, not all that long ago. Uh, you know, the the success of some of our early athletes, Julia Mancuso and Bodie Miller, uh, certainly helped. Um, the changes in the fist regulations uh, that Pac helmets already passed when they made the changes made it pretty much the only helmet that if you wanted to compete in a fist event as a, as a junior, you, you had to have a Pac helmet. So ever since that ha- those things happened, uh, we've been ratcheting up and, and uh, making sure that we make better, safer, smarter products and, uh, you know, spin the flywheel. Now, you were talking about fist regulations and spinning the wheel. I noticed that your helmets actually have an adjustable uh, wheel on the back, and they're fist legal. Yes, so uh, the theme for Pac in in 2020 uh, on the snow side is is revitalization of race. Uh, And and our heritage is in race, uh, the first helmet we ever made. Uh, We're on the sixth version of our of our top end race helmets and uh, this year is a is a monumental step forward uh, for the athletes uh, in that no longer do you have to deal with fit pads or um, you know not knowing what size is right or having the worry that you're going to grow out of it Um, we were able to come up with a solution that satisfies fist regulations uh, to have a dial a fit adjust uh, intuitive enough sleek aerodynamic um you know increases the the performance of the helmet by having it fit better and tighter uh and safety obviously the the more connected it is to your head uh but also the ease of use making sure you get the right size and it's on uh you know uh on the right head now you're very well known for safety and i've noticed one of your race helmets it has a slightly different shape than the others any reason behind that aerodynamic or I'm not sure what you're referencing to. So our all new our all new race helmets. We have um, the Dura series of helmets, um, and they're actually shaped and modeled after uh, what we introduced a couple years ago, which was our top tier, uh, you know, World Cup level Super Skull. 
and the shape that that helmet was produced in uh, is, is actually specifically designed to deal with the day in and day out beating that helmets take nowadays. And so it has a little bit more prominent brow and actually a little bit more prominent um, uh, piece on the back of the head. That's what I noticed was in the back. And they, um, there's actually a special material in those um, places that is multi-impact VPD. It hardens uh, on impact so that it distributes the load of the impact to a wider area. Uh, and then it softens back up and it can be done. It, it never, it never uh, fatigues. And so we have seen again and again um, that uh, athletes are hitting gates harder and more often and you know helmets are expensive so uh, and they need to do what they are supposed to and so the developments in those areas allow the helmets to take a beating but still maintain their safety uh, requirements not be degraded um, and not not uh, be broken so that you can keep wearing them. How about some new goggle technology? I see a goggle over there that looks like it takes uh, photochromatic to the next level, and I don't even know if you want to use that term with it because it's so fast. Yes, it's, it's actually not. Um, it, it, it's technically photochromatic, but it's electrophotochromatic. Uh, and so uh, we have a new goggle. It's called the Cornea Solar Switch. Um, it's award-winning. We actually have a, a sunglass called the Aspire Solar Switch that has the same technology. Uh, but basically in it is a, uh, something that's almost analogous to a, a solar panel um, at the very top of the lens. And it's a sensor and a power source uh, that changes the VLT of the, the, the glass uh, or the, the lens. It's not glass. It's the lens instantly. So people are familiar with uh, transition lenses and how they transition over time with the light change. These happen instantly. Uh, sunlight shines on the on the uh, sensor and it instantly changes. And it's an interesting technology because um, it's focused on the very elite performers um, that are going in and out of different light uh, and are unable to have their eyes or a transition lens adjust fast enough. And so it's actually a safety thing. You, you will see in racing specifically where the shaded parts of the course are is where everybody crashes. They, Downhill, they, super GMA. They can't see, right? And so um, they get into those shaded parts. Uh, the, the snow conditions change just a little bit, and their eyes can't adjust fast enough. Well, this is the type of technology that as soon as they go into the shade, the lens will do the work. Uh, so your eyes don't have to adjust, and it'll, it'll do it instantly. Yet it doesn't seem like a flicker to the athlete. No, it, it, um, it is so fast and in the light conditions that when, it, when the change in light conditions, it actually looks like a constant view. Now, if you do it standing and just putting your hand up and down over the, the uh, lens, you can see it flicker on and off. But actually in practice, when you're, when you're skiing fast, it, it almost looks like a consistent experience like you never entered a shadow well, i like to ask what are some innovations that you're most proud of or excited about for the coming season but it sounds like we've already talked about some of them well we we've talked about some of them but you know this is a full a big year for Pac. um the revitalization of race for us has come with a whole new line of products uh you know doubling down on our technology and helmets, uh, introducing the first uh, adjustable helmet into racing that's ever been there, doing that for both a slalom helmet uh, and a fist helmet. Um, you know, that, that's, a, that's a really cool update. But in addition to that, 
every single piece uh, that's important to the race community has been updated. We have a new night lens. Night lenses have been a, a source of pain where athletes can't decide whether they want to wear a really light rose-colored lens, do they want to wear a yellow lens, or a clear lens. And they always kind of go away from the clear lens because they're the, the cheapest, least uh, clear vision uh, there is. And so never get any definition with a clear lens. Exactly. And so Pac actually went out uh, with our partner Zeiss. Uh, we got the we got the uh, the lights from Fist Racing. They're, they are they are standard. It's a specific light that has to be shined on the course. Um, and they they went in uh, with a collaboration to develop a lens that actually filters out uh, some of the blue light in an artificial light to in, improve the clarity uh, and definition of the snow. And so uh, that's an all new development. Nobody's ever done that before. All of our shorts and pants, and we have new pole guards. We have, you know, new coaches' jackets, new back protectors. New, the the whole thing is is out there, uh, and it's really aimed at, at servicing the entire athlete. You can show up on the hill with absolutely everything you need to be your very best, and not worry about your safety uh, or the potential of getting injury because we have your back. And for our instructors, again, we've been talking a lot about safety, but here your high performance, also comfortable. Absolutely. Uh, you know, we were born in ski racing uh, and, and actually uh, have grown out of that significantly. We play in a lot of other categories. Um, and in every avenue, we know that comfort brings performance. If you're thinking about your stuff, uh, you're not thinking about what you're doing. Um, and so we have a new um, free, free ride helmet, the Fornix, gets updated with spin technology which is uh, you know a more comfortable uh, fitting system that has safety features uh, in it we have the entire obex line that has been really successful and and fits wonderful uh, and has some additional safety features such as the twice twice me rfid chip um, where you can put your health uh, and wellness data on your helmet that can be scanned with the phone uh, at any time to make sure that it can speak for you when you can't. Um, they, almost everybody in the business knows that if you have a serious incident, the first hour uh, is called the golden hour, and that's when the most damage is done. And if uh, you have your health information and it can be uh, communicated to the first responders, uh, your chances of having fewer complications are much better. So we, we introduced that technology last year. It's been expanded into some of our kids' helmets, into some of our other products. So. Uh, it, it, the list goes on and on. We are really excited about um, all of the things that are going on at POC. Um, you know, we're focused on safety, saving lives, reducing injuries, um, and making people have a good time and perform well while looking great. Ben, thanks so much for taking the time to chat with us out of a very busy day. Thank you. Thank you. The Snow Show is always a lot of fun. This year was especially busy. We've got more interviews coming up with uh, PSIA suppliers who were displaying their wares out at the snow show. Thanks very much for listening to First Chair.